0: Thank you for tuning in this is the fit minute podcast where we talk all things health fitness and lifestyle and now for the show i'm your host gavin Nazar and on today's episode i have krista O'Keefe. she's a certified personal trainer nutrition coach and she is the host of the clip out podcast so it's a podcast all about peloton we know peloton is all the rage. It's been all the rage for quite some time. Uh, but we're going to talk all about
1: it today. So, welcome to the show, Crystal. Well, thank you. And thank you for the opportunity to be here. I really appreciate it.
0: Of course. Of course. So, let's start by telling uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and exactly how you kind of got started on this path of being a Peloton fanatic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the perfect word. Um, So uh, let's see, back in 2016, when I got my bike, um, the whole reason I got my bike is because life had been very, very crazy. I have always been a sedentary person. I've dabbled in exercise here and there, um, always looking for something that really was like the thing that made me want to exercise. And um, I was looking for a local class where I could do spin classes and be able to work it into my schedule. And I was failing Miserably. Um, My my daughter was young at the time and I wanted to be here in the morning. And the only thing I could find was like 5 a.m. classes where I wouldn't see her until after work every day. And uh, that just really didn't sit well with me. So As I continued my search, Facebook was, of course, listening to me uh, talk about this and uh, served me with an ad for Peloton. And I love technology. So I was instantly like, this is amazing. I can take classes at home. The instructor's right in front of me. It's just like I'm in a class, but it's on my own time. So I was hooked um, and immediately bought the bike. Um, Like I said, that was in 2016. And uh, I couldn't stop talking about it. And my husband has a podcast that he does about film. And uh, I was looking for something to kind of like take, give me more of a creative outlet. I have, um, I was at the time working in this really, really buttoned up project management job. And so my life just consisted of work and take care of the family and sleeping. And it was just kind of like sad because my husband had this really fun job booking concerts and he had all this fun with his podcast. And I was like, I want to have a creative outlet. So he suggested that uh we start a podcast about Peloton. And um there wasn't any other podcast at the time. So we jumped all over it and it has completely transformed my life uh doing Peloton. That's it's
0: I think it's it's pretty interesting because especially during 2020 Peloton became this really big thing but working out at home has always kind of been a thing but like your treadmills and your recumbent bikes they were like just something you would throw your clothes on and they would become a clothes rack and now it's just blown up and been so huge because it's interactive it's interactive you have that person on the other end and you have all these different workouts and now they have the mirror and now they have other other types of uh, exercise equipment and people were selling out. Out of these things and now everybody was just trying to get a hold of him and it, it's crazy it's it's fun that you can reach people that have busy lifestyles have kids and you know i do online training too and i have clients that have kids at home that i can be with them at home and they can work out at home and you still have that connection with them and it's really nice that you can still get people to work out and still be healthy and still exercise at home and they don't have to drive to the gym they don't have to have a specific schedule you can work on their schedule and it makes things so much easier and so much more convenient and you still have that time to exercise and be healthy
1: yeah i i can't even express how much time it saved for me and um like you said it's interactive i mean it was something exercise was always something that i couldn't wrap my brain around to keep doing. I never, I never came back to it until Peloton. And it's simply because I was having fun. I I didn't think of it as exercise. It was almost like you're a kid and you're playing, you know, Um, listening to the great music and and the instructors having fun, the community, the community has been a huge aspect for me. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that get that sense of community through going to the gym or having groups of online training like you do. Um, There's a lot of different ways to get it. It just hadn't clicked for me and um and for me the peloton was like the big switch for me um you know but since then i have uh, i've gotten fight camp which is another interactive where you do like um boxing and it's all online and i do uh, tonal which is weightlifting and it's it's all interactive and online um I really like working out at home and I've always liked working out at home because I'm I'm an introvert. Uh and and it's kind of makes me uncomfortable to go to the gym. I think it's amazing that we have all these different ways for people uh to work out at home and still be able to you know watch their kids if they need to in the same room or for new moms or people who work from home and they can only squeeze in 20 minutes or whatever. It's just amazing to have that option.
0: And that's kind of one of the things that makes Peloton so revolutionary and it's kind of life-changing. For me personally, I would never work out at home. I am just not an at-home workout person. I don't, I'm not motivated to do it. I won't do it. If I get way too distracted, I have way too many things on my mind. So if I'm at home and I get on the bike, I would just be like, uh, okay, I have eight 800 things to do. So for me, that would not work. But I know for a lot of people that that type of, you know, okay, I can just hop on the bike here for 20 minutes. So I can just hop on this and, and Do this 20 minute 30 minute 40 minute workout and this is all I need to do is it really is a revolutionary aspect and it's great I mean so what do you feel that are other aspects of peloton that make it so great.
1: Uh, for me, it is easily hands down the community. Um, you know, whenever I first started using Peloton, uh, they have, uh, an official Facebook page, which at the time had like 8,000 people in it. And just, just to, to show you how much it's grown. Um, it's now 2023. Oh my gosh, it's January. Um, and, uh, it has, it has gone, it's like it's like um, almost a million people in there. And it's like 700,000 people. Um, and so the growth has been crazy, but when I started, there were all these people that were having like all these conversations and they were having all these inside jokes and they just seemed like such fun people that I wanted to get to know them. And that was a big reason of starting the podcast was getting to talk to these people that I saw making all these inside jokes and fun things. Um, And there was a lady uh, named Yanina and every morning when people had a milestone, she would stop by Starbucks and she would get a coffee cup and she would write the milestones on the cup and like share it on the page. And like people loved it. I mean, eventually she had to stop because there were so many milestones. But back then you could do that kind of thing. And it was just amazing. And people. You know, talked me into doing all kinds of things. And since I've started Peloton, you know, I I never had run more than a mile in my life. And they convinced me, the community convinced me to go to Atlantic City and um, do a half Ironman relay. And I ran 13 miles, and I'd never done that in my life. And then now I'm a now I'm a runner. I consider myself a runner. And I've done a duathlon. And I bought a road bike. None of these things would have happened without Peloton and the community. So it's like this encouragement, seeing people do things. Um, and go through all these hardships and see how they keep getting back on the bike every day, despite things happening in their life. Like maybe they're in the middle of chemo, maybe they're going through a divorce, maybe they have a special needs child. And it really made me realize that like, I was my own worst enemy. I was making these excuses and it kind of like made me call myself on my, my excuses. And that's, that was an amazing thing.
0: I mean, that really is true. It really is the the excuses that you make the things that you say to yourself that really are what actually stop you from your progress that stop you. It's, it's your self-limiting beliefs. It's not reality. It's not the reality of the situation. It really is just what you're telling yourself. The, the truths that you're telling yourself when really it's not the truth of, of any of it. If you just actually get on the bike or go out and walk or whatever it is you're doing, you can do it, right? Yes, absolutely. So what do you think is next? What's the future of Peloton?
1: Well, they just released a rower this year. Um, It was late in 2022. So of course I had to get the rower. Um, And- uh... Um, that has been fun. Um, they have started, they've opened up the studio so people are able to go back in and do live classes. So um, from the community standpoint, there are meetups happening everywhere. And we're going back to New York and we're riding in the studio again. That's all fun. Um, and uh, they are still working on their worldwide growth. Uh, you know They're in Germany, they're in Australia, they're in the UK. And um, my sense is they will continue to grow in that way. They will continue to add features to, Um, their app. I think that we're going to see this year, I think we're going to see some changes to how the app is priced. I think you're going to start to see things where people um, can be like, you know what, um, I only want to have the app for the bike, or I only want to have the app for the rower, whatever that looks like. And you're going to start to see pricing tiers come in for that. Um, and I think those are big changes. Um, obviously, with us coming out of COVID, this 2022 was a rough year for Peloton. Uh, and right now, they are so focused on just getting that stabilized, getting the, you know, the new people that have taken over the company to be comfortable with the community. And continue to be a member centric company. So I think those are their focus right now. Um, and I think that's where we're headed in the future.
0: Yeah. So, so when you get a Peloton, Maybe you're a first time user. Maybe you are not really sure what to do or what you're doing, but you try a new class and you're like not hooked. You're like, I don't know. I didn't like this person. I don't like this class. How do you find the right instructor or find the right
1: class or find the right thing for you? Such a great question. Um, And there are my favorite way to find a new instructor is they used to do these classes called all for one classes, and they would do it in July 4th. And um, they still do all for one, but it's changed format since COVID occurred. Back in like 2018 and 2019, what they did is they would have like a cycling class and it would be, let's say 45 minutes, and every song would rotate through two different instructors. Um, And so you could get this like really great idea of all the instructors in one class. Um, they're up to 55 different instructors now across all modalities. So there's tons of different instructors. And I think that is a great way to sample most of the instructors. Another great way to do it is there are all these beginner classes you can take or cool downs or warm ups. They're five minutes, 10 minutes. And you can take really, really short bursts of people to get an idea, am I gonna click with this person? Because you're not gonna click with everybody. It would be weird if you did. The instructors yeah. are so, they're so diverse. Um, And usually, I find that people have like two to three instructors that they absolutely love, love, love. And then they have like four or five that they still click with and enjoy on a regular basis, depending on their mood. And then there's just some instructors, eh, they can give or take, you know? Um, and so I find that, that 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 kind of is the the rule for everyone. Also, judging by music is a great way to do it. So if you have a favorite band and you put it in the search engine, find out what what teachers are teaching the classes that have the songs that you like and the music that you like. And um, granted, a lot of them will teach theme classes. So they're kind kind of across the board, but like Alex Toussaint, for example, he'll teach a lot of classes that involve R&B or hip hop um, versus like Jen Sherman. She might teach a hip hop class, but a lot of her stuff is rock. Um That's where a lot of stuff comes from. And, um and so if you search by kind of the genre you're looking for, you can find classes that you really enjoy as well.
0: That's a really great, that's actually really great because uh I know if you're taking like taking a class and you're just not into the groove into music like i used to teach spin classes many years ago not any longer but but i used to teach a long time ago and when i would take other people's classes and you're just not into the music you're like oh is it over yet like it just drags on and on and on because you're just not you're not into it you're not feeling it but If you love the music and you're singing along with it and you're going with it, it goes by like that because you're, you're enjoying yourself. You're having a good time. You love the music. You love the class. You're just kind of jamming. So it's kind of like, you're just, Parting, I guess you're not really partying but you're extra-
1: well but you kind of are I mean I uh I, just this morning I was doing um a run and um they had uh an artist series Peloton does artist series all the time so um this morning I was doing a Duran Duran class they just they just listed those this week and man I mean showing my age but took me right back to you know watching the videos and everything and it was just an entire 30 minutes of all Duran Duran classes and it went by so fast. I mean, it did feel like a party. I felt like I was kind of floating the whole time I was running. And that's how you want to feel. wouldn't you rather feel that way than slogging through? like, oh let's not take one more step
0: <laughs> I. I would love that. I would love that. Like if I took a class that was all country music, I would probably leave.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. And I love country. And so like, I, I do like taking the country classes Um, and there are quite a few of them, you know, but then like, there are um like every Sunday they have um like Ali love will do Sundays with love. And it's kind of like, it has like this scent, like kind of, I don't want to say it's religious, but it has like themes that are kind of like, you know, going down that road and she plays really uplifting music, not my bag at all. Like I cannot take those classes. They drive me crazy, but like other people, like it really sets their week off and it starts them off. Right. And like, that's what I love. You can find anything. Like there is not a person that cannot find something whether, and it doesn't have to be on the bike. If it's so much more than being a bike company, like it used to be now, it's like, you could run, you could row, you could do strength. I mean, you could do yoga you could do Pilates, like you can find anything. And I just love that because not everybody wants to run. Not everybody wants to bike, but there's something for everybody. And even if you don't have the equipment, I mean, 1299 a month to, to be able to try it out. That's, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So what is, what do you feel or what do you believe the science behind
1: Peloton is? Okay. So I think that the science behind it is they put a lot of effort into making sure that you are safe. So let's say that we are talking about the bike, for example. Um, You're going to have times that you might stand up, but you're not going to be dancing on the bike. You're not going to be doing choreography on the bike. Um, I know that there are other companies that do that. Um, Peloton does not feel that it's safe. And from what I have read, I agree with that. Um, I also really like the fact that they take into consideration you're at home. So you're not having somebody like if you. did get dizzy and fall off the bike. They don't want you to be doing choreography because that's not safe at home. Um, and so I really like that. You have that piece of it. Um, when you look at strength, you have warm ups and you have where they're making sure that you know how to do the form. They're talking about like, okay, don't be swinging the weight. Make sure that you have your form down. Um, they also have a um, an item called the guide, which will show you uh, your form next to the instructor. So you're able to see that you're doing the exercises correctly, which I love being able to do. Um, I always, question in the moment if I'm doing my squat low enough. So it's great to be able to see, oh yeah, I am doing my squat low enough. Um, Things like that. So they do put a lot of emphasis on safety at the beginning of every class. When it's a tread class, they'll be like, okay, um, make sure that that you you have the key make sure that you have it connected at the end of class they say store this away so nobody can use the tread that's not supposed to be using the tread if you're talking about the rower it stores upright they talk about the safety behind that as far as designing classes um the only thing that i can say that peloton needs to improve on is there are programs but there's not as many programs as i would like so if you wanted to uh let's say um progress from beginner to intermediate to advanced, there are ways to do that. But if you don't have the ideas, like if you don't understand the philosophies behind how to progress, it's a little bit more difficult to figure out what kind of classes you should be taking. How many times a week should you be doing a hit class? How many times a week should you be doing uh, an endurance class? Things like that. The instructors talk about it in the class, but it's not it's not as obvious when you're trying to like decide what class to take from the description. So that's one thing I think they could improve on, but it's there if you're listening.
0: Yeah. I, it it is kind of important to, to know all those things. I think when you're teaching a class in person, you can see, you can visually see the person you can visually come up and correct the person. You can tell them that, you know, you can say, correct this form. You're doing, you know, do this, do that, do this. And you can see that they're correcting the form. So it is, extra important that when they're at home you're over emphasizing the form you're over emphasizing the safety because i mean that's a huge huge liability absolutely absolutely <laughs> you know and people can get really really hurt especially for people that aren't exercisers that have never done it before that don't have a lot of body awareness. And, you know, you see it when people come into the gym too, and you have to be really cautious of that. And that's, that's a big deal. That's a big, big deal. And people can get really, really hurt. So you always want to, you always want to tell people one to err on the side of caution for themselves. So understanding that when you get on a piece of equipment, that you're not trying to push yourself to the extreme anyway, especially if you're, a beginner, that you are starting slow and progressing as you move forward and not trying to push yourself. Don't try to push yourself too far. Understand that you have to, to know your limits and to know how far you can go. Um, but yeah, it is, it is nice to know that they, that they don't do anything kind of crazy. I know that, you know, you see some of those YouTube videos with the. spin instructors where they do like the one leg and then yes. hop over and there's like, none of that <laughs> i don't even think i would do that in a class but you know there's people that do and that can do it and that's great but you know not uh, that scares me
1: <laughs> agreed i definitely agree
0: um so what about the nutrition behind all of this because obviously we know that exercise is only a small part of of the puzzle piece in this do absolutely what do you, um, what do you recommend? How do you, uh, how do you put that puzzle piece together?
1: Yeah, I, I love that question. So Peloton really doesn't do a lot with nutrition. Um, I understand that that could happen in the future, but right now that's not something they really focus on. Myself, um, I, one of the things that I did through kind of my process of getting so involved in Peloton and just learning about exercise and physiology is I wanted to, learn how to do it on my own. So I, that's why I became a personal trainer. That's why I got my nutrition certificate because I wanted to understand how to do things better. You know, I, at one point I was exercising like 45 to minutes to an hour every day, um, six days a week. And I was eating like 1100 calories a day and I wasn't losing weight. And I was like, what's wrong. And then I, and then I like started finding out there's all these things like, Oh, you're not eating enough, that kind of thing. And, and, the, and the foods you eat are so important. Um, a big thing for me is um I educated myself and also um I, I work with a company called MetPro that um teaches nutrition and specifically um they teach that like it's not all about um what's the word i want to say it's not all about restriction that in fact more is usually less when it comes to food especially with women we usually eat a lot less than we should be eating um and so they do carb cycling that's kind of what they're based on but um you never go so low in your restriction that you're hungry or that you're not getting enough to eat to be able to fuel your workouts um and i really really love that and and i love i love the company so much full transparency that i am a coach for them now like i love everything about it. I feel, I love the science behind it. And I think it's amazing when I, um, I had always struggled with dieting. i like I said, I'd always been a sedentary person. So I'd been overweight pretty much my entire life. And the idea that you don't always have to restrict and eat less to lose weight was just completely mind boggling to me. I just don't feel like the world teaches you that when you're looking online, it's all about less, less, less.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely true. I mean, you, I think, we teach people, the world teaches people that cut calories, cut calories, cut calories, cut calories. But what we don't teach people is that if you're already on a completely restrictive diet, that if you're in that starvation mode, then you're already in, in not doing, you're, you're not doing your body a favor. You, you need to feel your body, especially if you're exercising, especially like, yes, you want to be in a calorie deficit. Yes, in order to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. You know, 3,500 calories is a pound. If you are not eating less than 3,500 calories, you will not lose that pound. But if you're only eating 1,000 calories a day, you know, you're not fueling your body enough when your body's supposed to be burning 2,000 calories a day and your body can't even have enough fuel to do what it needs to do to do its normal processes. You're getting brain fog, you're exhausted,
1: it's going to start shutting down. That's just, and in fact, and in fact, you're slowing your metabolism down. So you're actually, you're working against yourself. You're like continuing to make the situation worse. And that's something I did not realize. Like all those times I dieted, I was working against myself, metabolically speaking. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And your body already your body has a basal metabolic rate. Your body has a rate at which it burns calories, Automatically. If you do absolutely nothing, if you're sitting there doing nothing, it's going to burn calories. And what you want to do is make it burn more calories when you're doing nothing. So if you're eating the right amount and you're exercising, you're going to burn more calories. So eating this amount of food and burning this amount and then adding exercise to that, you're going to be burning more calories. So you're putting yourself in a deficit, but if you're slowing your metabolism down and not burning the same amount of calories, but you're adding all this exercise, you're not burning the calories. It's like you're, you're dimming that fuel lamp, you know? Yes,
1: <laughs> Yes. exactly. <laughs> And I just feel like the quote unquote diet industry just does not explain explain that very well. And I think that I just feel like I had been misled, I misunderstood for many, many years. And so it was very eye-opening for me to see that exactly what you just said. There's so much coming at you um, from like, when you try to look up something from the internet, like there's all these people claiming to have all the answers. And so it's really hard to know what is actually the truth, what works for me and what works for me may not work exactly what works for you and vice versa, because we have different metabolic rates and different histories. And that's, that's something that's just, amazing to me. And like, I'm totally fascinated by endlessly fascinated by.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It's all about finding what works for you. And if Peloton works for you, and you want to be a part of that community, I think that that is something you should definitely do. I always encourage people to, to try different forms of exercise to try different things, and to find what makes it stick. And I'm glad that that is what stuck for you. (laughs) And what works in your schedule. I mean, that's so important. If it doesn't, fit in your schedule. If you can't make it work, you're not going to stick to it. Exactly. Because exactly. Yeah. If you can't make it consistent, then it's just not going to work.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: So is there anything else you wanted to leave our listeners with today? Is there any important things that you feel that our listeners need to know about you, about Peloton, about your podcast, anything
1: important? When it, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to nutrition, if you've been struggling, if there's things that you're, you aren't sure about, you know, don't hesitate to see what else is out there. There are tons of things. It doesn't have to be Peloton. Um, there's, you know, for example, Apple fitness or like yourself, you're an online trainer, try different things with different people and find something that speaks to you. And sometimes that's going to be playing volleyball at a gym with a bunch of different people. Um, sometimes that's going to be running outside or using a road bike. Um, it's so different for so many people. So if you don't find it right away, don't get discouraged to keep trying things. And honestly. As long as you're moving and as long as you feel good and you have fun, you're doing something that is important and don't get too hung up on everything else. And once you find it, then start to ramp up and figure out what is it, what your next steps are compared to your goals. Um, and as far as if you're interested in Peloton, you want to learn more about it. Uh, you want to hear uh, the, the podcast. You can find all of our information over at theclipout.com or you can go to anywhere you get podcasts and you can just type in the clip out and we'll come right up.
0: Well, thank you so much. Yeah. So find her, find her podcast on the clip out. You can find on the website or on any of those apps that you listen to your podcast and listen to anything, all things Peloton. Um, She has like almost 300 episodes. I know it's hard to
1: believe there's that much (laughs) to talk about, but believe me, there is. Every week I think, oh, what are we going to talk about? And There's just so much.
0: (laughs) There's always something to talk about in this industry, you know, but, uh, but thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I really
1: appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you everyone for listening and we will see you all next week.